This isn't how I did math when I was in school. Why does it have to be so complicated? Every time a parent or grown-up has this complaint, I have to take a big, deep breath. In today's episode, we're going to be addressing how to talk to parents about quote-unquote new math. Let's get started. Welcome to Solving for the Undefined podcast. I'm your host, Johanna, founder of Miss Kuiper's Classroom, the place that equips teachers in creating a healthy math classroom where students can thrive, no matter their academic abilities. But it's not always about the numbers, and that's why I'm here, bringing you the formulas to solve your problems, math and otherwise, plus strategies on cultivating that necessary math mindset. And that's what you can count on. Hello, hello. Welcome to a brand new episode. So this topic is something that someone asked me to do a podcast episode back in March. But for some reason, I just felt unqualified to talk about it. So it took me so long to work up the nerve to kind of dive into this topic, even though it's something that I deal with every year when it comes to parents, especially with my quote-unquote non-traditional style of teaching, using a lot of building thinking classrooms and outside-of-the-box thinking in my teaching practices. So today I'm taking that leap and I'm going to be sharing with you how I talk to parents and grown-ups about the new math and the teaching practices that I use. Most of the time when I get questions, it's at a parent-teacher conference, an open house, or in an email. And when it's an email, I have more freedom to kind of think about the question and then respond. But when it's a parent-teacher conference or an open house, you don't have ample time to think about it and then respond. So I wanted to give you some key points you can hit on with parents and grown-ups. To give you some background, there's been a lot of research about how a parent's or family's view on math can negatively or positively impact students in their motivation to do math. And actually, there was a study published in 2022 kind of saying that of parents' negative effect, particularly in the math context, predicted a child's motivation and achievement over time. And one of the suggestions that they had was having interventions aimed at increasing parents' feelings of efficacy in supporting their children's math learning. And that kind of helped optimize children's math motivation and achievement because their parents were also getting that boost of growth mindset or that intervention as well. So the points that I'm going to be sharing are more so to help parents and grown-ups feel prepared when talking about math with their students rather than a gotcha because it is a mindset issue. It comes from a place of like anxiousness of not feeling competent enough to help and we want to help fix that and help shift that mindset because it's going to impact our students and we want to make sure that we are helping our students in every way possible. All right, so in this scenario, I'm at a parent-teacher conference or an open house and a parent or grown-up shares this feeling with me of math is different. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to help my kid if I can't even understand the math. My response is going to be in the form of a question. I usually ask something along the lines of, oh, what's your hesitation about new math? Or using whatever the vernacular is that they use to describe the situation. And then I kind of let them explain how they're feeling and I go from there. 
but usually it comes down to it's different and more complicated and it's not the most efficient way to learn math. So kind of the point, the first point I drive in is everything evolves over time when new research and information is discovered. So like technology, phones, computers, AI, cars, and medicine have all changed as new research and stuff has come out. And it's the same in the math classroom. As research has come out about how we can better teach math in our classroom, we've shifted from rote memorization and procedural learning to a more conceptual and problem-solving oriented approach. And then you can kind of discuss the benefits of those things because the top skills that employers are looking for are critical thinking, problem solving, teamwork, collaboration, communication skills. And the math classroom, when we were kids, is not something that can prepare us for the modern workforce, that world that we are now seeing and that our students are going to be living in soon. So we want to make sure that we are preparing them in every aspect. And that means shifting the way that we are teaching math to our students. And if you use building thinking classrooms, modern classroom stuff, or any other more new age style of classroom practices, this is where you can insert that as well. So for me, the ones that I use on a regular basis are random groups, vertical surfaces, and math tasks or discovery for introducing new concepts. And I can share based on the five skills that employers are looking for, working in teams is going to help with that teamwork, collaboration, and those communication skills. Working on math tasks together at a vertical surface is going to help with critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, communication, etc. So everything that I'm doing is based in helping students build those skills for their future. And talking about those things typically kind of settles parents and grown-ups of like, oh, okay, like I understand that, but it's not helping me help my kid. This is where I like to have a resource available to parents that like a piece of paper I can hand them or a PDF I can attach to an email of math tips and strategies to help and support your student in math class. And it just has like strategies, prompting questions, resources that you can use to help you help them. And I will attach that as a freebie bonus to this episode. So if you would like that list that you can give parents of strategies, prompting questions, and just overall resources that they can use, you can find the link down in the description or on the show notes on my website. And you can download that, print it out, and share it with your families. I'm interrupting today's episode to ask you a vital question. Do you have the tools in your classroom for student success? Well, wonder no more because I have a way for you to check your work. My new guide, Seven Math Teacher Must-Haves for Student Success, has the top seven items you need in your classroom. From classroom staples to manipulatives that are often missed, this checklist will ensure that your students have a successful school year. Additionally, each item shows the best budget and splurge options. Download the seven math teacher must-haves for student success after listening to today's episode by going to misskuiper.com slash guide. 
And another thing that I like to remind or share with parents is I will have our notes up on our Canvas page so that way you can go back and refer to them and use them to help your student. And if you listen to episode 70, you might be like, but you don't do formal notes in your classroom. And that is correct. But I make my own notes to put on the website for students who are absent, who weren't there for the discovery activity, and to help parents and grownups be able to help their own kids. Because my students take their own version of notes with example problems, things to remember, but not necessarily any procedural stuff. And I want to make sure that's available for students who need that extra consolidation of learning, who are absent, and for grown-ups to help their kids. And a really cool thing that my curriculum, the curriculum that we use at our school has, is like a family section at the beginning of each lesson. And a lesson takes like three to five days. And I send that home with my kids. So that little packet is something that has notes, it has example problems, it has something that they can work on together, and that will be available to them. And I also have the digital one on Canvas. So whether you get the print one or you use the one from Canvas, you have access to additional practice problems, additional help, and something that you can work on together. And I think that is so cool that a curriculum thought to implement that and have it in a variety of languages to accommodate all of my students. And maybe if that resource isn't available to you, maybe you make something like that. Instead of posting notes that you make on Canvas, create the notes page with example problems and something that parents can work on with their kids. I think that would be a really cool resource to kind of help integrate parent involvement back into the classroom because I feel like a lot of times at the middle school level, at least in my experience, I don't always have super great parent involvement. And this could be one way that I support my parents and my grown-ups of my kids in integrating them back into the math classroom. Because going back to that research that I shared at the beginning, when they have when we have interventions aimed at increasing parents' feelings of efficacy, that's when we can see our students really having that math motivation and achievement in a positive way. And so I want to support that. And that's one way that I intervene or have an intervention for my parents. So to give you the highlights, the summary, when parents and grownups ask about new math or it being too complicated that they can't help their kid, talk about how everything evolves including math research and how we can best help our students. The top five skills that employers are looking for, the critical thinking, problem solving, teamwork, collaboration, and communication skills, and then have resources available to them, whether it's a handout that you give them right now or just a reassurance that you post the notes or videos online, you have resources available to them to help their kid. And I think that'll help kind of alleviate that anxiety piece of, I just want to help my kid and I can't. And I think that would be very helpful to have address those things and have resources available to them. So if you have questions about that, feel free to reach out. I know today is a shorter episode, but you're having a parent-teacher conference or an open house, you don't have a lot of time to sit down and chat. 
So those are my quick tips on how to help talk to parents about your quote-unquote new math. And with that, I'll calculate her. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. To find all the links and resources to things talked about in this episode, head on over to MissKuypersClassroom.com and click on podcast.